And now, live from the shadow of America's mountain, this is Rocky Mountain Revival Radio. Welcome to Rocky Mountain Revival Radio. I'm your host, Heath, and with me today is my amazing co-host, Ethan. Ethan, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you very much. And before we get too far into things, I just want to remember to do a quick shout out to Miss Rachel Stormont and Destiny Music uh, for Indeed. God is doing a new thing and we are so thankful for the use of this song in their library. So shout out to them. All right. We've got a great show for you today. I just want to get a few housekeeping items out of the way. Make sure to check out rmrr.live for all the latest information and updates about the show. There's a contact us form to submit feedback, comments, suggestions, to be a guest, to recommend a guest. Heck, we don't care if you want to get in touch with us. Use that form. And if you need prayer, there are two ways for us to partner with you in prayer. The first, of course, is the prayer request form on the website. We would love to partner with you in prayer. The second, of course, is you may write us at prayer at rmrr.live. While you're on the website, be sure to check out the Linktree link, which links to all of our socials. If you're watching on YouTube and Rumble, please like and subscribe, because that's going to help us help you have better shows. And follow us on Facebook for additional content information that I don't always post on the website. Like last week, we did uh, mid-morning worship and praise breaks where I was posting songs from uh, Catherine Mullins and Dusty Music and others uh, just to kind of interrupt your day with some praise. So follow us on Facebook for that extra content. And if you like the show and the show's content, feel led to donate to us. There are links to do so on the website the show description below and for those watching on your screen that's going to be underneath uh ethan possibly extending to me uh, if you're watching on the uh, screen today all right so let's get into it we've got another amazing show for you today and today's episode is part of our testimony series today we're going to be uh, interviewing steve connor and he was actually healed last year at the mario murillo uh living tent uh, crusade, and so we're going to have him on to share his testimony and the things he was going through before God intervened and basically did a 180 in Steve's life. We're excited about it, and if you like today's show, we encourage you to share it with your friends, your family, your co-workers, because sharing is caring. All right, but before we get into today's show, we're going to do some commercials. Uh, get those out of the way. Ethan, what's our first commercial today? Well, it's good that you are asking me this because... RMRR and Waymaker Ministries is now partnered with ByteTag. ByteTag is the safest and most advanced pet tag on the market. It allows you to create a personal profile for you and your pet. So that means you can go in and you you can edit it at any point. You can add as much information or as little information as you want. Uh, you can, so it's pretty much you can put what your dog's gender is, you can put their age, blah, 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 et cetera, et cetera. Cool. <laughs> um, the pet tag, the tag has a GPS tracking activated by the person who finds your pet or the, they scan the code that's on the QR code that's on the tag. There is no monthly or annual service or subscription feeds, and ByteTag puts your privacy first. ByteTag is truly the last pet tag you will ever need. And as an added bonus, when you use discount code RMRR15, you get a 15% discount off the purchase price. They went back to their original price. Dad, do you know what that is by any chance? Yeah, it's like 40, 50 bucks, something like that. So that, that 15% discount code is definitely going to come in handy on yeah. your purchase. 
Um, and so, as the next commercial, Dad, do you want to take this one? Yeah. So, our next commercial is for Redemption Squad Ministries, and we're just so so happy that we can keep partnering with Redemption Squad. This last weekend, uh, we went out and uh, we put together 185 provision boxes full of you know food and and uh, toiletries, and just went out and blessed a neighborhood. We actually partnered with Jesus Church here in town, and we went into their neighborhood and just uh, again got to meet some amazing people, got to hear some amazing testimonies. Um, there was some pushback and, and some some negative things from this time, but again, every once in a while when you're doing a street evangelism, you're going to have that. But we were just thankful that, you know, the things that God did in and through all that, um, that happened. We definitely planted some seeds and definitely uh, helped Jesus Church connect with their community and help break down some barriers there. So it was an amazing, amazing time. It was a bit cold and windy, but there was, I don't know, probably... 30 of us there I think this weekend uh, just just out uh, talking about the love of Jesus and, and praying for people and blessing people so it was an amazing time and with that Ethan so our next commercial um, and I'm going to do this sales many because I always do this commercial sales many uh, so are you looking for a new pair of shoes do you have back pain or knee pain or just leg pain in general well Valentine Comfort Shoes is the place for you. Valentine Comfort Shoes is a veteran-owned business by Radiant Church's own Sean and Amy Blake. Um, so they they run the business, and so you can stop by and say, "Hey, I'm looking for a new pair of shoes. The soles in mine are destroyed. They're hurting my back. They're hurting my knees and my ankles. You got me?" And they'll be like, "Cool. Here's the shoes that you can select from," and they'll point you to the right shoes or if you don't need shoes and you just want to stop by for some prayer sean and amy would love to do that with you and so yeah just stop by and say hey can i have some prayer they'll get you <laughs> <laughs> all right and on that note uh, our next commercial if you've been with us for a while you know that we have been talking about holy rebel the book that pastors todd and kelly hudnell of radiant church wrote uh wrote a couple years ago just released within a few months we're actually doing a teaching series in church about it, um, kind of discussing point by or, you know chapter by chapter some of the topics, and uh, we're concluding the series. I think there's one or two more uh, sermons left, and then we're done with that series. Pastor Kelly delivered an amazing message this last weekend, and again, this book is really um, a handbook uh, for you know holy rebels who are, are trying to you know, battle against the, the darkness and the oppression and all the things. This is a very much now book. And if you don't have a copy of it, you can get a copy by either going to the Holy Rebel book website, which will be on your screen or down below. And I believe that is holyrebel.co. Or if you would like a signed copy of the book, you can go to Rad Church Apparel uh, and I'll have that link on the screen and down below as well. And you can get a signed copy from uh, Todd and Kelly. And uh, again, this book is just amazing. Uh, the foreword is written by Mario Murillo. Um, there's comments by Louis Engel and Eric Metaxas and, and some others that just have read it and reread it and just feel this is an amazing book. So I would encourage if you don't have a copy of Holy Rebel, get your copy today. It is on paperback. It's on Kindle, and it's also on Audible. And check out RadiantChurch.org for the sermon series on Holy Rebel. Ethan. Okay, and 
as the final commercial, I'm also probably going to do this one. All salesmany. <clears throat> Are you a guitarist? If that's the correct term. Do you want to go into... Or if you're not a guitarist and you just want to learn how to play guitar. Wyoming Custom Guitars is the place to go. Custom and handcrafted guitars built in Green... green wow. Green yeah, River, Wyoming. <laughs> wow. Um, <laughs> Bill Palmer has been writing music, singing music, and playing guitars since 1979. He is that old. Links will be down below somewhere, uh, either here or they'll be going that way. They're, they're um, always going to be down below you, just for your clarification. Yeah, so they'll and be for the, the listening and viewing audience. They're going to be below us on the screen. They'll be in the show description yes. as well. WyomingCustomGuitars.com. If you want to just go check them out, go check out the guitars. You can go there, or if you want to listen to some of the music that my grandpa has produced, you can go to TwoGuysWithGuitars.com, and that is T W O. Not and if you use any other one, you're probably going to someone else's. Um, and so yeah. All right, so that wraps up our commercials. <clears throat> Again. I am excited to be doing this testimony show today. So please welcome, ladies and gentlemen, our special guest, Steve Connor. All right, everybody. Welcome to Steve Connor. And Steve, it's a it's an honor and a pleasure to have you on the show with us. And I cannot wait uh, for you to share everything that you're going to share with our listeners today. Um, as I as I gave a brief introduction uh, before bringing you on, that you know I mentioned you were healed um, of all kinds of stuff at Mario Murillo's tent, and so I kind of want to go back. Before all that, um, let's just cover everything today. Let's cover, um, you know, your healing, you coming to Christ, uh, the, all of it. Let's just let's just get into the the down and dirty of everything. <laughs> okay, sounds good. <laughs> Definitely. Well, I was injured at School District 11, putting in a 450 pound piece of laminated glass that was 81 by 31, and uh, I was on a six foot ladder. And it, the unit blew in on me, and I had to put it somewhere, and I put it between the two ladders. My partner was on the ground looking up at me like, oh, don't let it crush me. And as soon as I put it between the ladders, I heard five pops. Everything went gray and black, and I heard tone in my ears. And uh, that was in 2016. And uh, I went through a lot of stuff with the district. They let me go in 2018, and I was sent to a pain management company and they put me on 16 different drugs wow from morphine to oxycodones with percocet to soma 350s gabapentin they had me on a back brace um i took over 3000 injections to my back from tpi injections to si joint injections to lumbar injections spine injections uh, during one of my treatments, they ended up popping my lung and collapsed it. <laughs> it 
So I was in the hospital for five wow. days. Yeah. So that was, that was really neat. <laughs> so a, a, a treatment to help you made it worse, huh? Okay. Yeah, sure did. <clears throat> yeah, they, they said I was within a couple hours of passing away if I wouldn't have gone to the doctor when I did. Oh, wow. Yeah, that was that was really neat. <laughs> yeah, that's one word, I guess. <laughs> yeah, you know, so I just uh, was going through tons of treatment. I tried taking my life with the pain meds. I was smoking pot and and doing dabs and everything on top of that, thinking that it was helping. And uh, thank God, God intervened and didn't take my life. But uh, I don't know. It just kept going downhill, downhill. I dropped to 110 pounds and I was like, well, this is it. I'm uh, probably going to end up dead. My dad was basically expecting the phone call too. And July 10th of last year, my dear friends, Matt and Danielle Rogers called me up and invited me to an event and it was spur of the moment. And I actually thought it was a concert because they're huge concert goers. And I was like, okay, he told me what it was. I tried to come up with any kind of an excuse to get out of it and couldn't come up with a viable one. They picked me up, took me to uh, the tent revival. We drove by it and I'm like, oh no, this, this is not for me because I was not into God. I wasn't into anything like that. And I was like, all right, well, I'll please these guys. And they got me into the tent and uh, I sat there and listen to Mario, read scripture and singing and everybody was, you know, doing what they normally do. And I'm like, yeah, okay, well, hurry up. Let's get this over with. <laughs> and uh, about halfway through it, Mario stopped and he said, um, okay, we're going to start healing and doing miracles and getting rid of anger and, and just everything. And I just was kind of like, what's going on here? And then he pointed in the row that I was in and basically kind of pointed at me and said, stand up. And he said, this is for people, people that have liver afflictions and everything like that. Well, my liver blew up because of the drugs uh, to double its size. I had five bulging discs, two crushed discs, a fracture in my cervical spine. And so my friends were helping me stand up and I'm like, okay, what's going on here? And Mario just started going and I'm like, wow, okay, all of a sudden, I felt something hit me from the back. And I got extremely hot, my ears, I was like on fire. And I, I didn't know what was going on. And then all of a sudden, I just started crying like a little baby. And I'm like, what is happening? And I felt my body just, it was really hard to describe, but it was just like tingling. And, and I, I knew something was happening, but I, I just really didn't know what he made us leave the tent we went out and got prayed on by the prayer warriors out in front of the tent came back in sat down and then he told all of us that stood to stand back up and it was so weird i leaped out of my chair like wow okay what what's going on here and he just kept going he just kept praying he kept doing you know what he was doing and i'm just like what what is happening and, and everybody's looking at me in the row that i was in and i'm like oh lord what's going on and then he said for people to put hands on people that were standing well matt danielle and the whole family were reaching to put their hands on me and they were like jumping back going man dude you're extremely hot 
it's like you're on fire. You've got an aura coming off of you. And I just uh, looked at him and I was just crying and going, I, I know something's happening. I said, I don't know what. And then it finally hit me. Okay. Jesus is doing something. I, I got it in my mind that, you know, okay, this is real. This is not fake. This is actually happening. And, uh, oh man, we prayed and, and I just, we all sat back down and I just, I was just shaking my head going, what, what is going on? And I felt like everything had just been released from me. Wow. (laughs) Yeah, it was, it was amazing. We got done with that night and went to pick up their daughter that was in the crowd in the, in the kids section. And it's like, I couldn't stop like jogging. It was, it was like, I was walking so fast and I'm like, wow, what is happening here? (laughs) You know, I mean, it blew me away. I was like, I haven't been able to walk like that since 2016. And I I don't know, everybody was just crying. We were all crying. I'm like, man, something happened here. We get into the car and I just kept talking about it. This feeling, I knew something happened to my body. And I mean, it just, it, it blew me away. I got home. I couldn't sleep. I'm just like, what? what's going on? What, what's going on? Well, woke up the next morning and I just noticed everything was in a whole different perspective. The sky was so blue, the mountains, everything that you take for granted. It was like, wow, this, look at this, you know? And I called my dad because he wanted to know what went on. And I told him and he got really quiet and he said, uh, it's quite a feeling, isn't it? And I was like, yeah, dad, how do you know this? He's well, I went to my first tent revival when I was 14 and we both started crying and just, you know, it, that blew me away. And he told me, he says, don't ever lose this feeling. And I said, well, I'm going back to the final three nights. And every night that I went, it just got more powerful. I just kept feeling more and more like, wow, th- this is Jesus. He, I actually had something happen to me here. This, this is, this is major. And I got a couple of my friends to come the next couple nights and they really believe they go, wow, you, you're, you're changed. You're a whole different person. Mm-hmm. And praise I'm like, God. yeah, yes, praise God. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, wow. I said, yeah, I know. I said, well, I do have an appointment with my surgeons on the 22nd. And I went in for, it was supposed to be four and a half hours of MRIs the day before that. And it only lasted about an hour and 10 minutes. And that lady physician looked at me and she goes, um, are you okay? And I'm like, well, and I told her what had happened to me and we both started crying and mm-hmm. she goes, well, she goes, I'm not going to ruin it for you, but she says, uh, you're a walking miracle. And I'm like, oh, okay. <clears throat> and, uh, she says, just come to your appointment tomorrow and we'll explain everything. So I, went the next day and the surgeons, the two surgeons finally came in and they go, uh, so why are you here? And I said, well, my liver that I was just told three weeks ago blew up. Uh, my injury from the accident on in September of 2016. And uh, I said, you know, I got a fracture and they went through the whole thing. And they go, oh yeah, we've got your charts here, but uh, we cannot find anything wrong with your liver. We cannot find your injury. You have no, 
fracture in your cervical spine, just the whole thing. I was just like, oh, Lord. And I couldn't get out of that office fast enough. I went down to my Jeep and I must have cried for half an hour and just looked up and went, Jesus, thank you. Just, oh, man, it, it was uh, very powerful. And um, I have not been on any drugs since the, I went to that on the 10th of July. I am completely off of everything. When I went in so, August, so you you quit t- cold turkey, right? You know, because yeah. you were on some pretty like I, I just want to I want to pause this right here and I want to walk back through this again because for those that might not have been paying fully attention, okay, Steve's saying that he was injured September 2016, hurt his back, was on serious pain medications that are very addictive pain medications, hard to get off of pain medications, not to mention smoking marijuana okay and that's also a tough one to quit for a lot of folks so from september to 2016 to july of 2022 steve's on all these medications um i remember seeing uh was it like an ice pump or back braces he showed a picture uh one time of all the stuff the all the medication all the things that, that steve was on and and i was actually blown away at the amount of uh prescription medication and and devices and things were in this now when it when it came to your walking steve were you were you walking with a cane or a wheelchair or how, how were you getting around at that point well i had to wear the um, muscle stimulator machine that's what it and was put the, yeah and put the back brace on and then use my cane to get anywhere so pretty much i was stuck in the house uh, you know besides going to the appointments but uh other than that i i really couldn't go anywhere okay um, so so poor quality of life um, you know, definitely not moving fast, getting anywhere. You, you're, you're also through this time, you mentioned that you're not believing in God, right? Did I hear you oh, correctly? Yep. Okay. I, I totally lost all, I was blaming God for everything up to that point. Okay. And, and I also heard you say that, that, that you were, you'd actually attempted suicide with your medication. So we've got depression, we've got suicide, we've got all these factors and not, not believing God. I want to highlight that for our listeners. So you're not believing in God at all. And then all of a sudden your friends who love you. Um, so this is kind of like that story with, you know, from the Bible where, you know, the guy, the guy's friends take him to see Jesus. They lower him through the roof and he gets healed. This is a very similar story. And I love that about your testimony that your friends loved you and cared about you enough to basically drag you to, to the Mario tent. And you receive a healing on the first night, and then you follow up with your doctors a couple weeks later, and they're they're stating this is a miracle. And from the the first night, was it wasn't the first night of healing, or was it you know, by the end of the tense you dropped the medication? No, it was the first night when I got dropped off that night. You know, back home, I looked up at all the meds that were on top of my refrigerator, and I was like, no. I, uh, I'm done with all this. Mm, that is so awesome. Well, when I did go to sleep that night, it was probably the best night's sleep I've had since 2016. <laughs> wow. It, it that, was, that's amazing. Yeah. It, it was, it blew me away. I'm like, Oh, okay. The next morning I took all the meds, packaged them up and, uh, basically went through my house, got rid of all my bongs, got rid of everything that I had. And, uh, August 1st, I went into my pain med doctor and she says, well, I'll just prescribe all the morphine and everything across the board for you again. Cause I was 
taking five morphine a day. I was taking, uh, it, it was a sickening amount of pills I was taking per day. But I looked at her and I said, no, no, I, I don't need any. And she goes, oh, well, you must have a, a stockpile. I said, uh, I said, yeah, they're still at my house. But I says, I haven't been taking them since July 10th. And her jaw dropped to the ground. She goes, you're not withdrawing. You're not going through DTs. You're not going through anything. And I said, no. I told her what had happened. And she goes, there's only two ways to get off of the meds. One, we have to send you to the hospital and wean you off of them slowly with other, other medications. And she was her number two, you die. And I said, no. I said, there's a third. <laughs> I said, there's, uh, there's Jesus. <laughs> and uh, we <clears throat> both sat in there and just, we cried. And, and she just, she couldn't believe it. She was like, wow. She was, you're the, only the second person since I've been doing this for four years or five years that's given me this type of a testimony that has gotten cold turkey off of drugs. Wow. Yeah. It, it, it yeah, it blew our minds. <laughs> <laughs> and for those that are listening on the podcast, you're, you're missing out on the fact that Steve is tearing up. This is still a, a powerful testimony, you know, nearly a year later, um, you know, he's recounting a story and he could just feel how incredible it is. You know, the, the, the miracle that God did, like we, you know, suicide and drugs and all, you know, brokenness. And, and yet it, Steve wasn't believing and, and still Jesus showed up that night in the tent and just wanted to do an outpouring of love onto Steve in a, in a mighty way. Yeah. And, and so, so you, you're going to all these doctor's appointments, you know, and you're, you're basically telling everybody, you know what, this is like my last visit. I don't need your meds. I don't need this. You know, all your tests are showing that I'm healed. And so you're, you're being a, a walking testimony in the medical field of the healing power yeah. of Jesus. But then there, there's still a point in your story where you're basically accepting Christ because the man you are now is definitely not the man who, yeah, who's, who's not believing in Jesus. Who's not chasing after Jesus. If you know, Steve, now, you know that he is very much passionately chasing after Jesus, very much still to yeah. this day, expressing gratitude and still trying to serve um, his community and spread his testimony, which is why he's on the show today. So why don't you tell us how, how that whole process of you accepting Jesus worked, um, you know, and you might, you might've briefly touched on it, maybe not, I don't know, but um, why don't you share that with us? Well, from that feeling that I got that first night at the tent, when, like I said, something just hit me from the back and I got super hot, I knew something was going on spiritual. I knew that God, Jesus, something had happened. I, I, was, I was a believer up until I was 15, until my parents got divorced, and then that was it. And uh, I was pretty much on the dark side. I knew that Jesus and God were probably there. Eh, you know, I really wasn't a believer. <laughs> okay. But I'll tell you, when that hit me July 10th, it just changed my whole demeanor, my whole feelings, just everything. It was like, there is a God. There is Jesus. This, this, this is real. Cause I, I thought all that stuff was fake. You know, you watch it on TV with the evangelist. Oh, you're healed. I'm touching you. You know, I, I was like, okay, that's what I was expecting that night. And, uh, for me to personally have it happen to me, uh, what a feeling. I mean, I could just, I, I knew, I knew I'd been saved. I knew that Jesus found me. 
and uh, it's it's just been it's just been pure power. The the feeling, you know, like you say, yeah, you're on fire for Jesus. Yeah, you are. Uh, <laughs> the the feeling is it's it's unreal. I mean, I've totally blown away everybody here in the park I live in because I used to be known as the angry old man. And uh, I, I help everybody now. I, I shovel snow for four complexes here, four houses. Um, it, it's just it's uh, it's just a whole different attitude. It's a whole different way of life, and it's the best way of life. Um, All right. All right. So let me ask you. You said you believed up until 15 when your parents separated. Had you had you at that point accepted Jesus as your savior at that point? Or were you just like, you know, my folks had made me go to church. And so I, would you know, I'd read the Bible a little bit and, you know, I knew who God and Jesus was. Or, or were you actually what we would say saved at that um, point? I Up until I was 15, basically, I felt me and my sister both felt that we were being forced to go to church. Okay. I'd you know, we'd go and, and I'd go to Sunday school and I just, I couldn't stand it. it. It was just, it was like, boy, this stuff just is not for me. This, this is all hogwash, you know? And when they got divorced, it was like, cool. Now we don't have to go to church. We don't have to, you know, do all this stuff that, that they were saying and get dressed in our uniforms to go to church on Sundays. It was just, ah, I, I just didn't care for it. I didn't like it. And I quit believing it was, you know, when I was going, it was like, yeah, okay. Everybody says there's a God, there's a Jesus. And that's how I was. I felt it's like, yep. Yeah, okay. And that's as far as it went. Um, as of reading the Bible, never really did growing up. Um, I, I didn't care for it. I thought it was a boring book. <laughs> <laughs> I I had nothing to do with God and Jesus. Like I said, I was I would cuss them out. I would blame them for everything that was happening to me. Um, just the whole ball lacks. I mean, I just I was not a believer. And now I since this has happened, I've power read through the New Testament, and now I am on Samuel one in the Old Testament, and I've only been reading it since roughly October. Okay, and because I made a commitment then it's like okay i'm gonna start reading and man i understand it i i mean there's a lot that you know you go wow this is okay but i get it i get what i'm reading it's very it's a very very powerful powerful book it's uh, i can't say that enough okay <laughs> it's, it's the only book <laughs> right so so when in the timeline then did you actually get saved was it back in july or was it at a later later point nope it was back in july when, back in july when, Yep. When that, when I stood up and, and like I said, it hit me from the backside and I got just so hot. I mean, I could tell it was like, man, I felt like somebody had lit me on fire. It was from that point on, it was like, okay, this has happened. This, you know, I finally, un I understood it the next day, big time. And I was like, wow, I got saved. Okay. I, I'm a 110% believer from that okay. point. Okay. And um, so since that time, you, you said you've been reading the Bible. I know um, you've been, you've been sharing your testimony as much as possible. Um, Steve is also, you know, we talk about Redemption Squad during all of our commercials, but Steve actually has been volunteering time with Redemption Squad to help pack boxes or to, you know, unload the groceries and set up tables as we're doing provision box nights. And he's been going out, you know, passing out boxes and just plugging in that way. Um, I know that you're plugged into a couple other groups and, you know, you've been attending, 
you know, services and the extra services like the roars and the, and the fusions and things like that. And, you know, it's Steve just gets right down in there with everybody and just is, is praising and singing and worshiping. And, uh, and again, just to, to know his situation before and to see how he moves now and just see where his passion is, is that in itself is a powerful testimony without knowing all the extra stuff, just knowing that, Hey, he could barely move and walk before and was constantly in pain and a different mindset, a different attitude, you know, almost different personality. And he spends one evening in a tent with, you know, 3000 people he doesn't even know. And suddenly has this, amazing encounter with jesus gets saved you know gets healed gets saved you were did i remember you being baptized as well did you go through that process steve yeah yeah it was uh the first weekend that i went to radiant okay and pastor kelly was the one that uh baptized me outside in the the tub (laughs) okay all right i tell you it was quite a feeling i mean i when she dunked me and i came out from that, I ju- I screamed, Jesus! I mean, it just—it's overwhelming. It, it just took me over because uh, about a year and a half prior to that, a friend of mine got me to go to Rocky Mountain Calvary, and it didn't do anything. I was going there stoned, taking all my drugs. All I was doing was going there was to please her, basically. And she ended up quitting. I ended up quitting. And before that, though. Like three weeks before that, I got baptized there, and it was just like cattle. It was like they were just rushing us through. I didn't get anything off of it, uh, so I was like, "Yeah, this is all hokey. Um, you know, I, th- this ain't for me." And when I went to Mario's Tent Revival, boy, I tell you what, my mind is completely changed. Hundred and ten percent. I mean, it, it's real. It's true. It's powerful. Uh, the baptism, like I said, that Pastor Kelly did just, wow, it blew me away. And wow. I, I just, I dearly thank my friends and Radiant Church and Redemption Squad ministry. I just, uh, it's like, I can't get enough. I can't get enough of Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. Ethan, do you have any, have any thoughts or, or questions as we're going through this? I'm, I'm just thinking that like, you're 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 doing all this stuff you're taking all these medicines like you're you're doing all this stuff and then your friends drag you to this this thing that you didn't want anything to do with and then to 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 have that mindset of can this be over can this be done i'm not gonna have a good time and then to to get pointed out uh, by by God and to get healed like that's that's just an amazing thing and I love your testimony because it's just so amazing and so powerful um and each time you you say it like my hands get on fire and they get so tingly and numb like it's just, it's just so amazing because your testimony is just it's so powerful and it's so amazing and so yeah all right. Well, you know, and that's that's one of the reasons why, guys, we wanted to bring Steve on the show, because knowing his testimony the way I did, um, I, I just want this to be an encouragement. And I'm and I'm feeling a big nudge by the Holy Spirit here. So I'm just going to be obedient to this. And so bear with me, guys. Um, you know, we we believe firmly in the power of testimony. You know, it says and was it Revelation 12, 11, that we're going to overcome the enemy by, you know, sharing our testimony and by the blood of the lamb. And so. You know, and, and that those those words are actually in the lyrics for doing a new thing, which we open the show with, with by Destiny Music, and that's part of the song always sticks out to me, and that's why we 
every episode we share testimony and Steve's particularly because Steve was a non-believer. Steve went begrudgingly <laughs> to Mario um, <laughs> probably would have found any way out of the car, you know, once they, they pulled up there to, you know, <laughs> to get out of the situation. And, and yet he goes as a non-believer. Okay. Um, going through depression, having been attempting suicide on all this medication, you know, smoking pot, all these things just to, you know, and hating God for all the bad stuff that happened in his life. And he went and had an encounter. And so I want to encourage everybody, if you're going through stuff, if you're going through a season of being angry at God or going through a season of disbelief, or you've never had that real opportunity to experience Jesus, I want you to listen to this testimony because this man here is 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 living proof that you can be absolutely against everything that God stands for. You could be madder than heck at God and God's still going to find a way through your, your friends, your family, your loved ones, whatever, to help you have an encounter with him in such a way that it completely alters and transforms your life. I mean, listening to where Steve was before to where he is now, that's a complete and opposite 180 guys. And so if, if it can happen to, you know, to Steve, it can happen to you. And so I want to encourage you with this testimony. And that's why I was so excited to get Steve on the show to share this, because um, I know there are people in our audience that need this type of encouragement to, to for you to know that God's still there. He's there in your brokenness. He's there when you're angry, you know, and, and he's very much wanting to to be with you to, to help bring you out of that. You've just got to got to be a participant somehow you know and in steve's case not necessarily a willing participant but a participant nonetheless um and and so to to see just where god has taken him again it healed his back like i can't imagine what what that pain must have been like what you know that basically you're as you were talking about it i was just trying to imagine like the the level of living life that you weren't doing because of that because of constantly being pain or not being able to move around like that'd be ridiculous that had to be probably probably worse than losing your mind and you know not being able to drive and all those things like i can't imagine the the desperation the despair and the the hurt that that would have been in for you and you know to pile on you know previous hurts and all this other stuff like you were packing a lot of stuff and you know one evening just changed it all for you and that's just praise God. Like I just, <laughs> yeah. I, can, yes. I, I cannot help, but just want to praise God. I mean, um, you know, and, and again, Steve, you're, you're just giving back too in such a way. I know that you're, you've been sharing your testimony. I know you've been going to a couple other groups and what you've been doing with redemption squad is just kind of your way of plugging in. Um, you know, and I don't, I don't know if you're like me when we're doing redemption squad stuff, just so you go out and you just see what kind of stuff Jesus is going to do that day. Um, you know, we talked about on the evangelism episode that I don't think I'm called to, you know, the office of evangelism, you know, we're all called of course, through the great commission to evangelize, spread the word of Jesus. But, um, it's not something that I'm like totally passionate about when it's like, Hey, let's go evangelize. But I still go because I believe in what Zach and Melissa are doing. I believe in wanting to help others. I love my fellow man. But the the big thing for me, like I said on the other show is that I just want to go see what God's going to do today. You know, let's go out and pass out some of these boxes and just see what God's going to do. Um, and, and, you know, Steve's, Steve's been at every one in some way or another. He's, he's been there either to put together boxes or put together boxes and pass them out, you know, and just to see 
you know, have you have you shared your testimony if you've been out with Redemption Squad at all, or um, have you not had opportunity? Just more of a hey, let's give a box and pray for somebody, or how's that um, gone for you? No, I've actually probably said my testimony probably twelve to fifteen times already. <laughs> okay, all um, right. Yeah, it's uh, just I mean to the group to you know people at the doors we go to. Just you know, obviously a quick version, but right. It's uh. Yeah, I've actually said my testimony quite a few times. Okay, awesome. It's, yeah, and I've made quite a few people cry in the group <laughs> when they hear it. And it's like, okay, don't don't do that because you're going to get me going. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's 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 really powerful, and and like you say, to evangelize somebody, I didn't think I could, and my next door neighbor. She is constantly asking me questions about everything. And we stand out sometimes on the deck for an hour and a half, two hours at night. And she goes, just, I've got all these questions. Could you answer them for me? And I'm like, well, okay, best I can. I said, but it's Jesus that you need to talk to. And she'll ask me questions. And then I just see my, I find myself just, just going, you know, off. And it's of course, Jesus going through me. And she, every time she goes, wow, I really love talking to you because you really do explain things. And it's like, well, okay, I, yeah, I, I don't, it's, that's kind of odd for me, you know, but it, it's really cool. It's like, wow, I, I guess, I, I guess of it that I, I don't know, I am evangelizing. I'm doing whatever I can, but it's, it's all Jesus. It's, he's talking right through me and telling me what to say. And, and it's just, it's an awesome thing. I mean, it's like, wow. You know, because all these people, like I said, were calling me the angry old man down here. <laughs> right. You know, it's but it's it's really something else. I've, and I've had my friends that have looked at me, too, and thought I was a kook. And, you know, I had one neighbor looked at me and she goes, well, just don't drink the Kool-Aid. And, you know, of course, all those people I'm really not friends with anymore. I've lost all my other friends. And but the the family and the friends that I've picked up through the ministry and the church is just. I, I wouldn't trade it in for nothing. It's it's just so awesome. It's I really love what I'm doing. I love what's happening. Uh, it's just it's awesome. Well, and and Steve just mentioned something there, guys, that we've talked about before. That too, sometimes through the the healing process, sometimes through the process of accepting Jesus and choosing to follow Him, you're gonna lose friends. You're gonna lose family because they don't understand or they don't believe, or through their own hurt or brokenness or bitterness, they're not gonna understand why you're making a choice that you're making. Um, and so, you know, and and Steve again is is. The proof of that, you know, he just said, Hey, I've, I've lost a bunch of people out of my life, but he's gained, I think so much more. And I think he was even alluding to that too. You know, the family that you get through coming into, you know, plugging into a, a group of believers like we have at Radiant and, and plugging into some of our discipleship opportunities and some of our groups and some of our things to where you have that, um, you know, biblical family that, uh, you know, the, similar like-minded believers that are just, you know, doing what you're doing, passionately chasing after Jesus, you're going to gain a family in that um, like you've never experienced before, because I can tell you, you know, just kind of echoing Steve's testimony. Um, same thing for me when I, when I came through this process and and going through healing and, and starting to attend church um, specifically radiant and starting to plug into groups and, you know, healing myself and, and all these things as I'm starting to chase Jesus. 
you know, yeah, there were a lot of people that fell along the wayside, but at the same time, the family um, and the support system that I gained through this group of believers is incredible. And, you know, through our men's group, you know, they, there's accountability, you know, there's, there's support. There's a bunch of guys that are going to come around you and encourage you, or they're going to call you out on your crap too. Don't get me wrong. They'll do that. Uh, mm-hmm. But they're, they're definitely there to pray for you and just pour into you and support you. And, that way you're not, you're not doing that walk alone. And, and so, you know, yeah, I just want to echo Steve's comment. Yeah. You might lose some people, but you're going to gain a whole other level of family that you've never experienced before. Yep. Very, very true. (laughs) (laughs) Very true. (laughs) So, Uh. so we're, we're nearly a year later. Um, we're just a few months shy of being a year later and, you know, Steve still, I just, I, I can't get enough of this, not, not on any kind of drug, not any kind of medication, not on any kind of anything still, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting to see him out, you know, going from my back's broken. I can hardly move to out toting boxes and throwing around product to help get stuff set up and moving tables and lifting all this stuff that he couldn't do, you know, for, for six years, um, it is incredible just to watch, um, you know, and so, so yeah, clean and clear off the drugs, cold Turkey. Um, again, another praise God moment for there. Was there anything else that we missed in your, in your testimony or in your story, Steve? Uh, not that I can really think of. I'm just, you know, give glory to God for just, it was like a switch had been flipped with the drugs just overnight. And I am so glad that I do not take any of that anymore. Um, thank you, Jesus. And just thank you for healing me. I mean, it's, it still blows me away to this day. I mean, the stuff that I can do, like I said, I was down to 110 pounds and right now I'm up to 153 and yeah, it's just uh, my eating habits, just everything. It's just changed, you know, tenfold. It's, it's, this is a great way of life. I, I, you know, I mean, thank God at 56 that God still uh, was by my side, <laughs> even through all the nastiness that I was doing and, and blaming him and everything. I just uh, praise, praise God. Definitely praise God for sure. You know, and, and that's just encouraging, too, because that means that they're still a plan and a purpose for your life. You know, you woke up today and I, and I've said this on the show before, if you woke up today, that means he's still not done with you. You've, you, you know, he's got a plan for you and we, we may not know what that is at the moment, but we can be encouraged by the fact that, you know, we're here for a reason. He's called us at a time such as this. And again, I really hope that, that Steve sharing this has encouraged you today, guys, because again, you know, you, just going again through this list. And I know I've done it a couple of times, but I just, it blows my mind every time just thinking about the brokenness in his life, the hurt in his life, the anger in his life, you know, the, the drugs and the, the coping skills and all the things, you know, that was basically damaging his life. And it just took one meeting with Jesus and all that changed, all of it gone, no more drug addiction, no more depression, no more suicidal thoughts, no more, none of that, you know, no more broken back. Uh, and I just, every time I just, Wow. I, <laughs> you know, God is so good in just that one moment in time um, to be touched and, and just to feel his love and that transformative power, that healing power of Jesus is real. And, and Steve's living proof of that guys. So if you, 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 you're questioning in your own life, you're doubting, you know, 
the things that you've been into, oh, I've done so many things that there's no way God can use me or God can save me. Or, you know, you know, I've just got all this anger and this hurt because I've been through so much stuff and God allowed all these things to happen in my life. And I really just hate God right now. And don't, you don't have to believe those lies. Those are lies from the enemy because as, as Steve will tell you, as Ethan and I will tell you, there is love in the heart of God and he wants to, to do amazing things in your world. He wants to give you uh, everything that he has planned for you, every gift that he has for you. He wants you to have it, but you've got to, you've got to be willing to meet him in that brokenness, in that, in that time of devastation or loss or hurt or whatever it is and just be willing to just sit and open up your heart for a second and say hey here we go you know and and i can't do it my way anymore i you know i've i've ran my life into the ground i there's got to be a better way well we can tell you that better way is jesus and steve is living proof of that um and i'm so thankful that that he had the time to come on the show today and share that with us um ethan did you have any other questions or points no okay um no i don't i don't think so it's just that like i'll say it again like steve your your testimony is it's just so powerful and so amazing and it's like to to go from this state of you're taking these drugs and you're doing all these different things to being saved and being healed and being like nope i don't need those anymore i'm done and and like that that's just so amazing and so so powerful and so your your testimony is amazing and i'm i'm so glad that you're that we got you onto the show and so yeah (laughs) yeah i appreciate it (laughs) yeah so you know we uh we of course love steve and we thank him for being on um do you uh do you want to pray us out steve Do do you feel confident in a in a closing prayer for us um yeah i guess so i uh wrote down a a little one okay Um, you know lord jesus i need to need you to stand by me because without you i cannot stand alone you are the reason why i am still breathing without you i am nothing thank you lord for what you have done and what you are doing in my life again without you i wouldn't be here thank you lord jesus I pray in your mighty name, Lord. Amen. Amen. Oh, man, Steve, I just, I love you, brother. Um, I am so thankful that you're here. And, you know, we um, we never want to close out a show without giving anybody the opportunity to get to know Jesus as their Lord and Savior for maybe, maybe to heal some brokenness in your life or maybe to transform your life in a way like you did Steve. Maybe maybe for healing for whatever it is you if you've hit the point today that you realize i can't do it on my own anymore i've messed it all up i'm broken i'm battered i i keep fighting and i keep losing and you you decide today's the day for a change i i hope today's that day for you and so if you guys just repeat this prayer we're going to pray uh with with you if today's the day you're making that decision because again we we want to make sure that you have an opportunity to know him and so just uh, bow your head, close your eyes, unless you're driving. Don't close your eyes. Keep your eyes on the road. But you can still say the prayer. And so, if you would, uh, dear God, dear God, I know that I've sinned. I know that I've sinned. But I believe. I believe that Jesus died in my place. Jesus died. In my place. And God. And God. You raised him from the dead. You raised him from the dead. And Jesus. I confess. I confess that you are Lord. You are Lord. Please be Lord of my life. Please be Lord of my life. Wash away my sin. 
And give me the power to follow you. And give me the power to follow you. Amen. Now, guys, if you said that simple prayer, we believe that you were born again. And we'd love to share that with you. Don't keep this decision to yourself. That's the one thing I want to say. Share it with somebody. If you don't share it with us at the show, share it with somebody else, a friend, a family member, another church member, whatever. But share it. Don't keep the decision to yourself. You can write us at prayer at rmrr.live, and we would love to celebrate this with you and welcome you to the family. And, of course, the next step is to get yourself plugged into a good Bible-believing, Bible-teaching, Holy Spirit-filled church because, you know, once you make that decision to follow Jesus, you're going to upset the plans of the enemy because he wants nothing more than to kill, steal, and destroy to keep souls from being saved. And so you make that decision, you start to follow after him. If you don't have a support group, if you don't have people around you that believe and are encouraging you and and feeding you uh, the word, uh, then you're going to get sidetracked, you're going to get derailed. And we don't want that to happen. And, and just as Steve's testimony says, he got plugged in. Um, he started attending regularly. He started going to Fusion and Roar and, and, and our extra worship services. He started, um, you know, basically serving uh, the the church, serving God by going out with Redemption Squad and partnering with them, by by going to, to a couple of the other groups he's going to. And I know he's sharing and he's being, you know, kind of a leader in some of those situations as an example of, hey, this is what God can do. And, and so we want you to plug into those things. We encourage you to plug into those things because we don't want you to get sidetracked. And, you know, if you if you don't think that you've got a great church in your area, then please email me at host.heath at rmrr.live. And I'd be more than happy to do some research uh, for you and with you and help you find a good church in your area. Because, again, we don't want you to get sidetracked. And we love you enough. And we believe in your decision enough to want to help you through. And so with that, guys, again, I just want to thank both Ethan and Steve for joining me today on the show. And um, I just, I'm so thankful that we got to share this, Steve. So thank you for making time for us. And and as a reminder, guys, if you like today's show and the show's content, we encourage you to share it with your friends, your family, your loved ones, your coworkers, your nana, your sister's cousin's nephew's former roommate. Why? Because sharing is caring. And remember to check out rmr.live for all the latest information and updates about the show. Like and subscribe to the show's YouTube page. Follow us on all the socials, Facebook, Twitter, Truth, all the things. Because, again, occasionally I do post stuff there that you're not going to get on the website. Podcast listeners, we love each and every one of you around the globe. Thank you for tuning in each week to spend some time with us and spend some time with God. Uh, We love each and every one of you. So if you want to tune in via podcast, um, we do have about 12 different uh, providers. So you can check the link on the website for that. That will get you plugged into that as well. And if you feel led to donate to the show, there are links to do so on the website. Down below for those watching as well on your screen. All donations are going to go to hosting fees, software, equipment, wherever the Holy Spirit directs us to give. And also, um, we're, we are still giving, if you're if you're doing so, to Redemption Squad. We're also probably going to throw a little bit Steve's way if you guys want to donate as well. So please, uh, if you feel led to do so, go ahead and donate to the show. Again, links down below and on your screen. And remember, guys, I say this every show, and I mean it wholeheartedly. Get yourself into a good Bible-believing, Bible-teaching, Holy Spirit-led church. Plug into groups and discipleship opportunities and serve in any way you can. Thanks again for joining us. Have a great week and be blessed. God bless. Thank you for listening to Rocky Mountain Revival Radio. 